Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Late for the Party, the show on Anchor FM. I am your host, Melodious, a.k.a. Coverboy, the Modern Marvel. That's right, we are in Season 4, Episode 3. Man, I'm actually on a roll right now. I might actually get done with the season earlier than I thought, but... (laughs) But either way... Before we get into it, this is going to be a word around the campfire today. Please like, comment, share, subscribe, and support the podcast. You can listen to me on all realms of social media, all all platforms of your podcasting pleasure. You can punch me up on Spotify, Apple, all that cheerful stuff. (laughs) And also check out all the cool Late for the Party merch on teespring.com you can get all shapes all sizes one color right now working on some new stuff so uh be prepared when this stuff gets um goes that da- when it goes when it all goes down so either way you guys we have got confirmation word around the campfire that that Deadpool 3 the logo got three slashes coming down the sides of it. So we all know that means three slashes coming down the side of it. <laughs> so we got confirmation that Hugh Jackman is going to be uh, donning. Well, I don't know if he's going to be donning a, a like Hopefully he's donning his actual suit. Hopefully he's going to be coming back as Wolverine for... Deadpool 3. That's pretty hardcore. Honestly, and I'll give credit where credit's due. At least with the with the Deadpool, they've been kind of holding it. They've been holding like just the likenesses and everything with the characters down pretty well for Deadpool. Like with all like all the other X-Men characters, you know. Like, even though, like I said, like, with Domino being, you know, black, but even, (laughs) I mean, Domino being black, but the funny part was that Domino in the book, she was just, like, well, I couldn't really identify if she was white or, like, Caucasian or any other ethnicity because her skin, her skin was just all white, so I don't know. I never really got into the Domino character like that. Even though X-Force was actually a dope, dope book back when Rob Liefeld and, um, was drawing it back in the day. I actually liked X-Force. X-Force and X-Factor were actually pretty cool. Like, especially when X-Factor, well, see, now I'm gravitating away, but when X-Factor, uh, had Quicksilver, and they were, well, they were always working for the government to some degree, but, like, before, like, right, I like the team right after, uh, right after Havoc left, and, like, Forge, and they had, like, Sabretooth and Wildchild from, um, from Alpha Flight, they had, uh, Mystique, it was a pretty dope team, you know? Like, I actually like dope rosters on teams. 
you know, sometimes they don't have to make sense, but organically they manage to work. But, um, back to being, <laughs> back to Deadpool. Deadpool kind of holds it down when it comes down to, like, keeping the source material relatively together. So, also, I'm hearing there's confirmation that, um, I forgot her name, but, uh, the, the girl, the lady who was playing, um, Vanessa in, um, Deadpool, um, and uh, Deadpool's girlfriend, she's gonna be, she's supposed to be making her return as well, so, I mean, that's gonna be pretty interesting, so, I mean, I, we don't know anything with the, the story or how it's supposed to come down, but if it is to some, I mean, but don't get me wrong, this is like, this is like trolling at its finest when it comes down to, to Ryan Reynolds, but, I mean, but, I mean, honestly, it sounds like it's pretty much hands down, I mean, they've been doing this for quite some time, they've been actually doing Deadpool and, like, Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds have been, like, you know, outside of the films, like, poking at each other about how and what they were gonna, like, you know, about whatever that they were doing in the, like, outside of the film. Especially with uh, Ryan Reynolds always poking at Hugh Jackman. So, I mean, that's going to be a trip. My thing is, will Hugh Jackman actually don a costume? One thing I hated about the X-Men movies was, like, their costumes were so bland. Like, sprinkle some color on that shit. I mean, you know, they look like something that you would wear, a pilot would wear in the future or something. And it's like, when you finally get Deadpool, and like, you know, it was cool what they did, I mean, how they did Colossus, Colossus was great, Juggernaut was actually surprisingly, you know, cool, I mean, even though they did uh, color uh, palette swaps with the color on their costumes, but it still held down, it still held it down, I'm not even gonna knock, you know, like, I don't know if, de- if if they did the X-Men around the Deadpool universe to where, like, you know, it had a serious tone, but, of course, Deadpool is going to be Deadpool. Kind of like how they kind of, the MCU kind of gravitated around Iron Man to, like, kickstart the whole genre. But, um, because, I mean, like I said, like, it's actually dope. Like, I enjoyed one and two of Deadpool. I mean, how they, and how Josh Brolin was, uh, Cable. Oh, that was fucking clean. You know, and they had, they had Cable that I wouldn't mind seeing a Cable movie with Josh Brolin. Honestly. If they, uh, if they did, like, spinoffs and whatnot, and you, like, really get the grasp of, like, you know, that Josh Brolin, I mean, uh, uh, Cable's, like, 
Jean Grey and, well, actually, no, not Jean Grey, but, uh, Madeline Pryor and, uh, Scott Summers' baby. The Scott Summers' son. Who is basically Cyclops. But, um, yeah. I am, like, I am, like, down for the cause on this. Like, just to see how everything turns out. Like, it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting when, I mean, I don't know exactly when it's supposed to come out, but it's definitely in some talks to where it's supposed to be, hold on, one second. Well, oh, see, I'm kind of already, like, <laughs> sorry about that, you guys. Just pretty much making some adjustments to, uh, my sound here. But, uh, but so far, so good. So, it should be coming, though, Deadpool 3 will be coming out September 6th in 2024. I mean, considering the fact that that's pretty much from now, if you really think about it, I mean, yeah, basically, like, two years, so, I mean, so they're probably already getting ready, like, to start working on it, maybe getting the designs and everything, and, like, I hope, let's please hope that Wolverine actually gets his costume, I mean, it doesn't even have to be, like, like, don't get me wrong, Wolverine always took off his mask. He was always wearing street clothes and whatnot. But we never, never seen Wolverine in full-blown costume. That's what I would love to see. You know what I'm saying? That will be the, the, the thing that, like, MCU will always somehow get down right, you know, like, under the MCU umbrella, the, I'm pretty sure they're gonna give Wolverine, uh, a proper uniform to wear, you know, it, I mean, Hugh Jackman will probably feel comfortable being in and whatnot, I mean, something, we gotta have something, and even if he doesn't wear the, the mask or whatever, you know how, like, the little ears be sticking out and everything? Like, we don't know. But I hope it's something. You know? I hope it's something that we get a chance to see. Shit, and I want to see how, like, the villains... I want to see, like, like who would they add in as a villain. Maybe we might see Sabretooth again. Maybe we might see Omega Red. That sounds like an Omega Red movie right there. Uh, you know, because if you're going to have somebody like Wolverine in the mix and Deadpool teaming up, like, you gotta have, like, a villain villain to really, like, spark something up. But, like, who could that actually be? Like, there's some concerns. I'm, like, concerned about this. From what I understand, that Deadpool, 
they're going to keep Deadpool rated R. I don't think they're going to completely water down... I don't think they're going to completely water down Deadpool. I mean, obviously they can't. I mean, they're... I mean, it has to be branched off to some degree. And I was having a conversation with, uh... With my... <laughs> with my boss at, uh, like, about how, you know, Disney Plus, I mean, look, you already got, like, the Netflix video, the Netflix shows and whatnot on, you might as well just start sprinkling some rated R shit in there. I mean, Deadpool's in there, I, I believe he's on Disney Plus. Is he? Because I know, like, Daredevil, uh, quite a other few films, I mean, quite a, uh, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, I mean, hell, I, I, uh, Punisher's on there, so I'm pretty sure, I don't think they're gonna slap, I don't think they're gonna slap Alien vs. Predator on there, but, <laughs> that is so trippy, they actually own the rights to Alien vs. Predator, and Aliens and Predator. That's crazy. Well, I mean, well, shit. I mean, well, all right. Prey is actually owned. I mean, Predator is owned by Disney, so pretty much Prey. I mean, I can see Deadpool literally going to. Uh, I can see Prey. I mean, I can see Deadpool going. Deadpool three going on Hulu because. Disney owns, I mean, damn near owns Hulu to some aspect. I mean, they got their fingers in a lot of things, so it's not like like they can't get like, you know, they can't get anything done with it, but I mean for the Disney app, I mean look, Sprinkle, just like, you know, maybe slap like Deadpool in there. I don't know. I'm gonna check it out. I, I gotta see if Deadpool's actually in there. <laughs> like, Either way, I mean, that is, a, I'm a little concerned if they try to water down Deadpool, but, I mean, you can't do, you can't do that with the murk of mouth. Like, don't get me wrong, in the comic books, he wasn't cussing, like, how he was in, in the movie, but, and I mean, don't get me wrong, Deadpool has always been about somewhat gratuitous violence. <laughs> because he, like the way he kills people always just had some kind of sense of humor to it. <laughs> and even how his own self-mutilations were always funny. So, like a harder, wisecracking Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, just uh, who don't shoot out webs and just... <laughs> That's going to be a trip. Shoot, he makes Spider-Man... Shoot, he's, he, he's, he makes Spider-Man look like an ultra boy. So, but yeah, man, like, I'm excited, dude. Like, like, there's some things about movies to me, like, when they bring them out, like, especially comic book movies, I don't want no comic book movie to fail, you know? But also, it has to make some kind of sense. Now, granted, you can always 
write and create stories about the characters for the movies and it'll be a little different than the books, I can understand that. It's in its own universe. We already seen it happen for Spider-Man and like when it comes down to multiverse theory and how they utilize all three properties of Spider-Man into one movie. It worked. And somehow it worked in a way to where it didn't feel like jumbled up. Everybody got a piece. You know, there were some people who were they were focusing on, but you know, that's cool. And some people got their time to shine. That's even better. But um But when it comes down to when you add more characters to a film, now Hugh Jackman, is he gonna be the only person in there? Like, it has to, like, just with Deadpool and Wolverine being under the same umbrella, there's, I have to say that it's gonna be something involving uh, the Weapon X project. Because they were both, because in the comics, if anybody who may or may not know, the Weapon program was basically based upon America's version of Captain America, uh, like Super Soldier of Captain America. So every nation at the time, except for what, like Wakanda, because they already had Black Panther, every other nation was trying to make their own version of Super Soldier at the time. So... Captain America is classified as Weapon 1. So, throughout, like, the years and, like, other nations would have their own version of a weapon, of, of, the, we of, of the weapon project. So, Wolverine is classified as Weapon X. But initially, in the initials and in Roman numerals, he's actually Weapon 10. So he's the he he's the next version. Even uh, Omega Red is a weapons program. Uh, I think they were also doing that with um, Russia when they got their whole their hands on um, Bucky, where they were creating Winter Soldier around the same time when they were working on Omega Red, I believe. So they were working on two other projects. Uh, Deadpool wound up being another Weapon X program. He was a part of the Weapon X program as well, but he defected because they were trying to utilize uh Wolverine's healing factor and trying to make them um, and weaponize it by putting it into soldiers. So, Wade Wilson was, well, because we all know that Wade isn't a mutant. He just has mutant DNA. He has Wolverine's uh, mutant DNA, which pretty much did what it did after, like, it kind of turned his cancer inside out. That's why 
<laughs> Deadpool looks the way he does. <laughs> it looked like he it looked like he fucked an avocado with an angrier avocado. <laughs> that shit was funny. <laughs> he, he looked like an avocado that had sex with an angrier avocado. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. I'm I'm ready for it. So like. Every comic book movie, to my eyes, every comic book movie deserves a chance. I mean, granted, there's some movies I did not see out there that just honestly did not make no fucking sense. But but hopefully, with everything that they do in the MCU and how they manage to squeeze the X-Men into the MCU universe... And from what I'm gathering now, that there's a lot of things with, they're talking about Namor being a mutant, Professor X showed up in um, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, you know, there's a lot of stuff being sprinkled around, I think there was some stuff that was going on in Miss Marvel as well, so... I think that's where now they're starting to sprinkle the whole mutant aspect of things into the MCU now. So they're starting to trickle through. So who knows? We might, well, shit, maybe Namor might actually be on the X-Men. Hell, who knows? We might actually even see Storm pop up on the grid somewhere. You know, if they're doing this, obviously it's about... I mean, it's managing to happen somewhere along the lines. Looking forward to it, though. But, yeah, we're going to get into it. We're going to... I'm going to get off real quick so I can get prepared for the rest of my day. I know I've been rambling, but more or less it's an in my mind as well. So, word around the campfires are a combination of in my minds to actually... It's like the room, like, it's just like, just the, the inquire, just like the rumor, the rumor reel and whatnot. Just so like, like what's out there. But I talk about it and get my, my whole two cents on it as well. So either way, you guys, this is season three. Let me, no, this is season four, episode three of Late for the Party, the show on Anchor FM. Like always, please like, comment, share, subscribe, and support the podcast. Check me out on all forms of social media. You can listen to the podcast on all your podcasting listening pleasure. Also check out check me out check out the cool Late for the Party merch on teespring.com. Hit me up on my Instagram, my YouTube, my my Twitch, all of that stuff. I will be trying to stream playing OG video games in the process. I was actually getting back into uh, Raiden, what, Raiden 4, the director's cut, so hopefully you guys, when I get back on Twitch, like, let's get in, let's get into it, let's have a chat, you know what I'm saying? So either way, you guys, I am your host, Melodious, a.k.a. Cubba Boy, the Modern Marvel 
also known as the Mad King Harry Labrea, signing off. And as always, you guys, when you're late for the party, you're always on time. <laughs>